Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Okay, well, I guess we have to do it. We have to talk about this because this is the entertainment news. the creepy Band-Aid off. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Matt Lauer is talking. Yeah, um, which I guess is better than sexually assaulting women, um, which... mm, I don't know that it's much better, at least in so far as the words he actually used. So, why is Matt Lauer talking, you ask? Why is Matt Lauer talking? Oh, thanks for asking. You're welcome. You come up with that really good I question. I do as I'm told. Uh, he spoke uh, to the Washington Post in a statement about how he hasn't talked. Great. Uh, this will made be, me wonder, but they're be behind the paywall, so I didn't get too deep into it. I just read the excerpts. Um, like, did did they ask you, or did you just decide you needed to I'm talk? I'm ready to talk. Well, we'll get to why he may have decided to talk now, but here's what he actually said. Quote, I have made no public comments on the many false stories from anonymous or biased sources that have been reported about me over these past several months. I remain silent in an attempt to protect my family from further embarrassment and to restore a small degree of the privacy that they have lost. But defending my family now requires me to speak up. So that is that is characterized, I would say. He's characterizing his decision to speak out as mm-hmm. noble. Yeah. This okay. is, uh, yeah. What is the thing that forced him to go silent? Serial sexual yeah. assault. But I go on. Quote, I fully acknowledge that I acted inappropriately. Oh, oh, okay. Inappropriately. You know what inappropriate is? Inappropriate is when I tell you about my bowel movement last night in detail, Colleen. <laughs> That's inappropriate. Is that something I could go to HR for? I'm just checking. No, but there's probably a list of other things <laughs> I've said. So no, let's, but, not, <laughs> let's not focus on that. But honestly, if you consider using your lock from the outside door to uh yeah. to bend a coworker over the desk and, and do the dirty dirty from behind. Yeah, that's not actually inappropriate. Mm-hmm. That's sick. Yeah. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's illegal. Mm-hmm. And that's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not inappropriate. No. Anyway, I fully acknowledge that I acted inappropriately as a husband and a father and principal at NBC. However, However, I want to make it perfectly clear that any allegations of report or reports of coercive, aggressive, or abusive actions on my part at any time are absolutely false. So he is saying that anything he did was just gross, but not mm, inappropriate. Okay. <laughs> to use his word. 
So he's basically saying, maybe I had some dirty hot sex with ladies in the office. Uh, but, but they asked it, for but it. They asked for it. Yeah. He grosses me out. Like, I. <sighs> He's the most despicable kind of man right now because he's he seriously cannot actually reflect on his own actions and try to um, and, and try to see them from a different perspective, a.k.a. the right perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he's so completely steeped in this in this uh, desire to be correct that he's not actually looking at what he did and seeing what was wrong with it, making an earnest apology for it and trying to change yeah, his wouldn't behavior. Wouldn't you want your first public comments to be like, I'm a horrible, terrible person? Because even if you felt that like, yes, there are reports, because of course, reporters, people who use words, might paint those words in such a way that it sounds even more delightfully tawdry than it necessarily needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I'm sure there were women with whom he had inappropriate relationships who were fully willing participants or gave into it because see that's what men don't understand in this position is that if a woman gives in or if a woman um reciprocates that doesn't mean that she's a willing reciprocator do you see what i'm saying right because a woman may make the decision in that moment to comply with your request because she believes that her job is at risk because you are in a position of power yeah. and and whether or not you are um overtly holding that power over her head and in other words saying do this or I will destroy you there's still an implication there that that is a possibility yeah or that you just don't know what could happen and just not knowing when a person is in a position of authority over Mm -hmm. you literally or figuratively Mm -hmm. yeah right um you know like if I were Don't don't even if I yeah anyway so Matt Lauer gross still gross disgusting has no concept of what he did wrong and frankly that just means you should burn the words that come out of his mouth because they don't mean anything but what's also interesting is Ann Curry is also speaking well and I I wonder if that has something to do with it you know like I, I wonder if other people having thoughts about him out loud have given him the desire to talk about it out loud. Mm -hmm. And she really just talked about how, you know, she knew she claims that two that she told, in fact, two members of NBC's management way back in 2012, that they had a problem with Matt Lauer and that quote, they needed to keep an eye on him and how he deals with women. So this is also from the Washington post. So Mm -hmm. one wonders if the two are part and parcel and and maybe they were getting a response from him uh, in that regard. But, this also comes as, you know, we learn about that Matt Lauer is not the only yes. one in the newsroom right. who's got to answer for some stuff. And this also was published in the, the Washington, Washington Post, Post. Um, that a former NBC correspondent, Linda Vester, has come forward and alleged that Tom Brokaw made unwanted sexual advances toward her, uh, including but not limited to an incident where he uh, she he arrived at her hotel room uninvited and tried to force her to kiss him. And that was in 1994. And uh, we did, we did play a little audio earlier of her describing that interaction. Um, She said, nobody, uh, nobody acted like, Oh, another time when he came into a conference room and grabbed her from behind and tickled her waist. Can you imagine if we were in a meeting 
and somebody walked in and did that to one of our coworkers, I think we would all go, what just happened? Right? Yeah. But um, she said nobody acted like anything wrong was happening, but I was humiliated. Um, And she, she said that one of the reasons why she decided to come forward with this is because she wants to show that NBC has had a workplace culture uh, problem long before Matt Lauer committed the acts that he's been accused of. Um, Now, the Washington Post also talked to another employee who says that she also felt victimized by Tom Brokaw. She is not um, giving her name. She spoke to the Post on the condition of anonymity. But she also shares a story of an encounter with Tom Brokaw where he groped her in a hallway. Um, Tom Brokaw, of course, is singing the same refrain we've heard many times in the past few months from um, from people that he does not recall things happening in that way and that that was not how things actually happened. Now, I will say that Tom Brokaw has just published a letter in The Hollywood Reporter. Oh, do tell. About his version of the story. Now, we can't go into detail about it because it is pretty lengthy, but... Uh, hmm. Tom Brokaw, huh? Well, here's the here. Let's just keep it this way, and and uh, perhaps we'll revisit. I'm sure we will because this is not going to be the last that we talk about the story. That again, as we said a little bit earlier, in this particular case, he can do the right thing or he cannot. And if he chooses to do the right thing, that would include because, like, I do think there are men who have yet to, and maybe they have, but I just I'm not aware at the tip of my tongue who these men are. There are men who came up in a certain era. Mm-hmm where it was appropriate to be inappropriate Mm -hmm. as a general rule, not I'm not talking about date rape. I'm not talking about sexual harassment. I'm not talking about, well, maybe I am talking about sexual harassment, but I'm not talking about assault. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking because it's a spectrum. Yep. But I, I do think there are probably a lot of men who behaved inappropriately in retrospect who are currently in whatever industry still Mm -hmm. people like Tom Brokaw. Again, I don't know his story, so I don't want to speak like, I'm trying to excuse his behavior, but I think there probably are a lot of men who need to account for whatever behavior they thought was appropriate. In retrospect, yes. have learned perhaps that it's not an appropriate. When we know better, we do better. And Maya you know, Angelou, presuming you haven't done anything that would be illegal in the eyes of the law, I think people would really appreciate that. Like, why is that so hard? Like, everybody just runs immediately to. I didn't do it. We're destroying it people's yeah. lives, oh, yes. and why is it? So, why we can't? Uh, no, just like we've changed, learn from it, acknowledge it. Nobody's going to hold you accountable for something you didn't do anyway. Uh, I'd like to read an email from Jonathan who says, Uh-oh. does anyone else remember a time when Colleen and Bradley used to be really fun? A really fun <laughs> way to get through your afternoon at work. So much giggling and good times. Does anyone remember piling to someone's cube and a bunch of folks would listen and laugh together? Ah, uh, Those were the days. To which I say, Jonathan, please send your complaints to the following, Bill Cosby, Matt Lauer, Tom yeah. Brokaw. But you know what? Guess what? I got I got news for you. Things are turning around. This ship is turning around. We're going to cleanse the palate we, while we go to You break. know what? We will do that. But I want you to know a cheat day experience is coming up. It's going to... Okay, what? It is. But while we move into our cheat day experience, let us do so with the beautiful notes... I mean, I said bowel movement earlier. That's not okay. I mean, I mean, that's kind of funny. (laughs) Here's Cher singing ABBA. There was something in the air that night. The stars were bright. Fernando. 
something fun and funny on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. We're doing everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Um, and it's Friday. We made it to Friday. Yeah! And every Friday at 120, we like to cheat on our normally healthy diets with a little cheat day experience. Stick this in your mouth. We're gonna, um, and this comes all the way from Japan. Nihon. Uh, We got this as a gift from a friend of ours. Alexis Thompson. Her name is Alexis. And you, of course, know her from Jason and Alexis each morning on My Talk 1071. It is a Kit Kat bar. Oh my gosh, how exciting. I love a Kit Kat bar. It's not any Kit Kat bar, though. I don't know if you know this, but in Japan, they love to do different flavors of the Kit Kat mm-hmm. bar. And this one is Wasabi. Wasabi Kit Kat bar. Mm, it wasabi is. is essentially like a horseradish. Mm-hmm. And it'll clean you out. out your nostrils. Or more. And I mean, depending on your so mouth. Depending all, on where you put it. That as oh, well. Oh, God. Um, Woo! what does it smell like? Well, first of all, uh, it's okay. It's green. Let's be honest. It's green. It looks like it's a white chocolate experience with some wasabi mixed in. There is a white cookie, uh, innard and it smells of white chocolate and a hint of, if you get a really good huff, are you getting that, uh, wasabi finish? No. My eyes are watering when I what? just huff it really hard. Nope. You don't get it at all? No. Nope. Nope. Nothing? Nope. No. It, it made my eyes like water. Sugar. Yeah, I was worried that this wasn't going to be sweet. I was actually worried Bradley wasn't going to say sugar. Oh, wow. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Why not? Okay, who wants to go first? Let's all do it on the count of three. Oh, well, that, then somebody's got to talk. Yeah, you two. Okay, ready? Bite on the count of three. Right, One, two, three. Colleen and Bradley are both biting into uh, their wasabi Kit Kats. Uh, oh, I feel like the horseradish has. Oh, hey! Whoa! The whole thing in your mouth, didn't you, Bradley? No, Bradley, no. Yeah. Mm. Oh, 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 oh. No, it's so bad on so many varying degrees. Do it, Holly. I'm not even putting this in my mouth. Do yeah, it, you Holly. are. No, I'm not. Yes, Holly. you are. Fine. Fine. In the name of fun. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh. So while you put it in your mouth, let me just tell you here's what happened to me. The first thing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I tasted was barf. <laughs> <laughs> And then oh, the second thing I tasted oh, was gosh. it was hot on the back end. <laughs> oh, 
Let's go. It was really hot on the back end. I don't like it, you guys. I don't know if I'm going to recover from this one. I feel that like, is horrible. I threw it straight in the garbage. Yeah. I do. do I feel a little irpy. Do you feel irpy at all? Oh, no. no. I mean, I didn't swallow. Is this going to be like the pie eating contest and oh, stand gosh, by me? No, you guys. It because it lingers and I don't well, feel well. The thing that lingers on the back end is that like dry mustard flavor. Ew. Right? So you bite into it and it's a weird combination of sugar and barf. Yum. So that goes from sugar and barf and then you get that kick of the hot mustard flavor. I really don't feel right. I oh. really want to. Do you need a palate cleanser? Well, please um, remove yourself because I, I don't want to yeah. see you. No, I'm okay right now, but there's. De- I don't want to think about it ever again. Do you want a cracker? I that is. Cracker. Oh, yeah. Yes. We, yes. We all remember. Oh, yes. Thank, we need to say thank Actually, you know what? Boy, this actually came in quite handy. We want to say thank you to David I. Yes. Who David, sent us. Go ahead. David I sent us a care Hold package. Hold on. I'm coming in. Um, yeah. You need a cracker too. Okay. David I sent us a care package from. Uh, yesterday, and uh, we could not figure out. I mean, it's a half eaten one. one. Well, they're in the prep room. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, uh, he sent us a care package yesterday. We didn't know who it was from, and we were like searching high and low to figure out where this care package of crackers, cheese, seafood salad, and oh, two sparkling beverages. Oh, I've had some of the seafood salad, and then a couple different cheeses, which we've all inhaled. Mm, but. What he did was so interesting. He sent Instacart here. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't know who it was from. Yeah. So we got this bag of groceries and we were so excited because, listen, anytime food arrives in front of our faces, we we're going to go to town on that. I mean, it could have been laced with, you know, drugs. We didn't know. I mean, anyway, so we? thank you, David, for the palate cleanser. For the palate cleanser that you like, provided us. The literal palate cleanser. Oh, that was not good. I don't ever want, I don't want to think about that. Mm-mm. I don't want to talk about that. I want to pretend like that never happened in a historic event on the Colleen and Bradley show. I would actually like to give that negative five Cobras. Agreed. Oh, wow. I, what are we going to do to punish Alexis oh. for sharing that with us? She knew, you know, she knew when she handed <gasps> those to us, you she know, she knew it. she did it so pleasantly because that's what she does. She's a sleeper that way. She just was like, oh, you guys, I got your cheat day experience. Oh, it's delicious. It's wasabi Kit Kats. I don't know what was wrong with us that we ever thought it would taste any good. No, it, was, it was really actually foul. I'm coming for you, Alexis. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Lord and Lady D-Bag. Find out why Wendy Williams is a D-Bag today. Oh, God. It's a doozy. Show on my talk 1071. Oh, the show between the show. Let me tell you what. Mm, it's uh, better than even between the shows. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a little bit of that on Facebook we Live don't have fun later. On this show anymore, so. We're trying. Listen, we're trying despite our best efforts. Despite uh, all the pervs in the world. Exactly. Uh, but this is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. We're streaming live at mytalk1071.com and on the new My Talk app. Download the app. Register on the app. You can win things just for listening, like you're already doing, right? Hello. All right. Now it is time for us to crown the two people that we believe are Lord and Lady D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. And I should have given Holly the heads up, and I should have given her a timestamp. So I'm just not even—we're not even going to listen to it. I'll just tell you about Wendy Williams. 
she um, <clears throat> she made a crack at somebody about their weight. And I just don't think it was her best move. Mm, it really wasn't her best move. Actually, you know what? Can I can kind of give her a timestamp. Can can we start it at 46 seconds? Sure. Um, Holly, uh, I think it's really best to let Wendy Williams say it for herself because it really packs the necessary punch, if you will. Yeah. Ta- can I give you a yeah, heads yeah, yeah. up? Give the so, context. So the context is uh, Wendy Williams is chatting with an entertainment reporter from CNN uh, about this cult, Allison Mack from Smallville. She's in this Nexium cult. Well, she the story was, and we talked about it on our own show before they did on Wendy Williams, by the way. We scooped her. Uh, that, that Allison Mack had reached out on Twitter like a boob to a couple celebrities. Mm-hmm. And Wendy Williams decided to go after one of those celebrities. Mm -hmm. Here we go. And she was on Smallville. The show ran for 10 seasons on the CW. It was huge. It really was big. Now, she's dominated headlines ever since last week because she was arrested. And she has been charged with sex trafficking and forced labor (laughs) charges. And that's why she was arrested. All right. So she's been arrested for being part of an organization called Nexium. Nexium was founded by a man named Keith Rainier. I want Eric Roberts to play the role. This is a movie that needs to be done. (laughs) Eric Roberts. Jump on it. Go. So Keith Rainier uh, has actually been in trouble with the law before for creating pyramid schemes. The New York Times has written about him. 2020 has done something on him. Well, he created something called Nexium. He's a very wealthy man unto himself. Okay, yeah, I think I gave the wrong timestamp. Like it's, it's a little bit later in this, but she says... Let me find it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to find it because it's just so delightful. It's, it really, You really do need to hear Wendy Williams say the words she says. So in okay, other words, okay, I think it's I'm about in the general okay, direction okay yeah. give or take and then they join and the 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 information about their families is probably the threat that if you leave we're going to get your family we're going to expose all this about you right exactly wendy and now here there's a celebrity angle to this that's making headlines i've heard so Allison Mack reached out to two women that we know from the <coughs> movies and from singing, Kelly Clarkson and Emma Watson. Kelly Clarkson ain't going nowhere so, for an 800-calorie-a-day <laughs> diet, okay? Okay. So she was called Kelly Clarkson fat. And the reason she did it was, because you'll remember there was this thing about this uh, cult where they allegedly require women to stick to an 800-calorie-a-day diet. Because the leader of the cult prefers his women thin. Yeah. I would say when you hold somebody to a 500 to 800 calorie diet, that is thinner than thin. I mean, that's like a dangerous situation. That's emaciated. Yes, exactly. Again, but the point here was... Yeah, yeah, was it Wendy Williams? Wendy Williams is calling Kelly Clarkson fat. Like, oh, she wouldn't join the cult because she eats more than that. Can we also talk Kelly, about... Or, I mean, uh, not Kelly, uh, Wendy. Can we also talk about the fact that we watched that that exact segment probably four or five times? Well, because, because what you're she missing is her... And, you know, it's probably because of her Graves disease. She's got some eye issues. But her eyes look like she is constantly being like zapped with a few hundred volts of electricity because as she's talking, her eyes are just, you know, bugging out and she looks like somebody's surprising her constantly. But, you know, I think part of that is her 
She made that face that she made right before she passed out when she was. That's what it looks like she's doing the whole time. Yeah. Dressed as the Statue of yes. Liberty. I'm sorry to laugh. She's had a rough year. Yeah. Um, oh, you can make fun of Wendy Williams because she just called Kelly. Because well, she makes fun of everybody. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I we can make fun of her. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can we also? I'm sorry to take us off on a mild tangent, but. Can we also talk about our discovery of Steve Harvey? Oh, um, God. But specifically the fact that he has his own line of bacon. And we watched Steve Harvey bacon infomercials <laughs> for a very long time. Yeah. Morning. Also, um, so let me just finish up uh, Wendy Williams. Okay. And we were obsessed with Wendy Williams looking at her and doing all this. And then I was obsessed with what uh, people calling her out on Twitter. And one lady was like, I don't know how she can go after Kelly Clarkson after she looks like the letter P. Because And she does. She looks like the letter P. Because if you've ever seen Wendy Williams, she is like literally all top and legs. <laughs> right? Did you hear that yesterday? Yes. Okay, and I yeah. laughed just yeah. as hard yesterday. So, so there's that. <laughs> now, Steve Harvey. Uh-huh. Steve Harvey, apparently, and we'll maybe talk about this next week, uh, has done an interview where he talks about he wants to create an all-organic food company that will dwarf anything that the Paul Newman company has created. Mm-hmm. And to that end, he talked about divesting himself of his bacon company, which immediately set us a Googling <laughs> to find out more about this Bacon Harvey or um, Steve Harvey <laughs> bacon company. Do we want to play a little yes. bit yes, of yes. the... Is it the whispery one? <laughs> I think... Hold on. Because there's a work. lot of them, you guys. There's one where he's like whispering to people like, you're at work and I got bacon. <laughs> yeah, this is creepy. This is the infomercial for Steve Harvey Easy Bacon. Now, he's thinking of you. Thank you. In your and cube. Let me just uh, clarify that Easy Bacon in this case is literally just pre-cooked bacon yeah. that you can already buy in the store. Mm-hmm. This, however, has Steve Harvey's uh, puss on it. <laughs> His face. Come here. Be quiet. Listen to me. I'm going to whisper because you probably at your job watching this on social media and you ain't supposed to. So I'm going to talk soft so you don't have to turn your computer down. You mess around lose your job. I want to show you something. Look at this. You smell that? Oh, oh God, this is so this is nuts. delicious. I gotta tell you what, it's bacon. It's okay. Up until bacon. the moment he says it's bacon, this could be essentially a <laughs> sexual assault in the workplace situation. Oh my God. Hey, come over here. I know you're at work. <laughs> smell this. And then he does it with that big mustache, and you, it really is kind of. There is something about Steve Harvey I do not trust. Like all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I highly recommend that everybody just, you know, whatever you have going on this afternoon, stop doing it. Can we listen to that one more and time? Just, uh, and then do just go down to, the wormhole do, of Steve Harvey infomercials. Do we want to take it from the beginning or where we left off? No, I think uh, take from, it from the, the beginning. beginning. Take it from yeah, the beginning. Yeah, okay. just get real creepy here. Psst. Come here. Be quiet. Listen to me. I'm going to whisper because you probably at your job watching this on social media and you ain't supposed to so i'm gonna talk soft so you don't have to turn your computer down you mess around lose your job i want to show you something look at this you smell that (laughs) i do this is delicious i gotta tell you what it's bacon it's called easy bacon let me ask you something how long you think it took me to cook this bacon what 10 minutes six minutes 
four minutes, two, in less than two minutes. That's all. I took it. I made it. I fixed it. I said, oh, this is delicious. Your mouth watering, ain't you? I see. Wipe your mouth. Do like that. Keep your mouth wiped. You don't want to shut your mouth before we hear you. Listen to me. It's the creepiest thing. Yeah, I really want to go out immediately and buy whatever that's ma- that man is selling. Also, what you're missing is, as you're watching it, he has one eye that involuntarily oh, crosses is, every once we'll in a while. We'll put that up on the internet. We yeah. must. It was... Okay. Woo. Well, have a good uh, afternoon, everybody. Find that. Fun. It's on YouTube. What did you say, Holly? I said we're fun. We're fun. We're fun again, you guys. All right. Uh, on that note, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show... Oh, we missed it yesterday because of Bill Cosby. We're going to do the throwback live at 145. We're going to see who will emerge victorious today with our game. Stay tuned on My Talk 1071. Back. We're back in order on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and mm-hmm. it's 145, y'all. That oh, means no. it's time for the throwback live. I feel the need. <laughs> Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. Alrighty then. It's Throwback Live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 1.45. Go ahead. Make my day. Here's Holly Roberts. T-G-I-F. Woo! It is time for Friday's edition of the Throwback yes. Live at 1.45. Here's how the game works. We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly will win the throwback live at 145. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. <laughs> Colleen. Exactly. Just like that. Pretty easy. So, Colleen, you have the running tally. I certainly do. Victories. I do. Our current tally stands at Bradley, 21 total victories. Myself, Colleen Lindstrom, 14. Mm. I am working on it. Thank you. Yeah, someday, maybe. Oh. All right, well, well, is that how we're going to start? Yeah, that is how we're going to start. We're going right. to move on to our first vintage pop culture audio clip. Please identify the following. Colleen. Bradley Trainer. Colleen. I want a new drug. One that won't make me sick. It's Huey Lewis. That's right. It's Huey Lewis. Yes! News. It's woo! I want a new drug. Just I think we need a new uh, system for buzzing in. Uh, wh- I, it's funny how the system works fine all, when you do but it. You're just like titch faster. Well, that's kind of how the, that's it's how the game works. I know, which is why I'm saying we need a new way because hello, I'm not winning. Moving do you on. <laughs> Moving on right. to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Before we do, Colleen has one point. Bradley, you don't have any points. Bradley Trainer. It's anybody's game. Exactly. Moving on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Identify this. We're not Colleen. Colleen. Oh, no. That is okay, Wayne I'm and Garth. Done. I am done. From Wayne's World. This is not a finger. We're not worthy. Yes. We're not no, you're not Are they worthy. talking we're to we're Alice Cooper at this moment? Abraham Lincoln. In Milwaukee. Uh-huh. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's Algonquin. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> um, all right. All right, yes, Colleen. Yeah, we need a new buzzer. I, I oh, want. We need a buzzer. Oh, yeah. Bradley, stop it! No, Brad, don't buzzer. be sour. I'm going to write a letter to the manufacturer. Mm. Your buzzer's broke. Mm. You want a new buzz? <laughs> One that'll help me win. <laughs> okay. Bradley Trainer, you don't have any points yet, but we still have three vintage pop culture mm-hmm. audio clips to play. Colleen Lindstrom, you have two points. If you guess this one correctly, Colleen, you win the game. Please identify this. Bradley Trainer. 
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Roseanne. Wow. <laughs> Buzzer ain't broken now, is it, Biatch? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know how we got that one so fast. Wow, well, this is... Felt good, though. I'm sweating a little bit. (laughs) Sheesh. Well, Bradley, you have a point now. Woo. After all that, that's all you got? I mean, I still got to get two more, so... All right, Colleen Lindstrom, you have two points. Bradley Trainer has one point. Now, (sighs) Colleen, if you identify this correctly, you win the the pop culture challenge. And now this one's going to be really fast. Okay. So listen very carefully to our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Please identify this. The tribe has spoken. Colleen! Ah, Colleen! Oh, that's Jeff Probst at the end of Survivor! Oh, the tribe has spoken and I won! Oh, yes! Yes! Fire is life on our island. What did I win? Holly! Colleen Lindstrom, you just won a unicycle. Oh, that's just one cycle with a banana seat. Yay! Even better. Oh, Bradley. Oh, it's Pauly. Oh, Daddy didn't oh, win. Wow, are you always this annoying? Or only <laughs> nope. when you win? Only when I win. Yeah, because when she loses, then she's a real treat. Oh, so just to bring everybody up to speed, I'm still winning. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, yes. You have one more times. Correct. But in the present moment, I am winning because no. I won today. No, you won. You're not winning. All right, I'm not going to argue about this. I have um, won the war, but you won I today's won battle. I won the battle today. And then I'll come back. Um, I'm just going to start saying Bradley every time because yeah, that, you I know just what? get them all. Do you remember anyway. when I used to do that and you'd get mad at me for doing it? Yeah. Well, guess what? Turnabout is fair play. Okay. The current tally. I also think B doesn't come out of your mouth as fast as C does. I would like somebody to do some research. Do, can we get a linguist on the line? Six five one six four one one zero seven. When we would like a linguist who can tell us if the B but, sound is harder to it's produce. Harder to hear. It's very soft. I disagree. Is a, a fricative? No, That's I, what they call it. Can we get a linguist to call six five one six four one one zero seven? Okay, fine. I, are you saying that it's my name it's is more forceful when you hear the k versus the b sound? I disagree. Well, I mean, it's just the truth, so you can is disagree it? with reality. But like okay. most things in your life, I'm right. The current tally <laughs> is 15 total wins for myself, 
to Bradley's 21. I'm closing the gap. <laughs> that's still a full week away. You know what? I'm no, not, that's actually more than a week away. It's six. It's I need six more wins. But I feel like I really flexed the muscle and um, I'm feeling good about it. Thank you. All right. Uh, oh, do we have a linguist on the line? Is that a linguist? Please answer the phone. We may have a linguist. No, we don't. It's going to be can a confirm. ghost call. You don't know. Holly seems to be talking to a person. Uh, well, what we are looking for is an expert who can tell us. I don't even know. What is it? That the B is easier to hear? No. Or the C is easier yeah. to hear than the B? It comes out more forcefully, so then it sounds like you said it first. Yeah. Okay. So we're just really grasping at straws here because Bradley believes that his buzzer is I, broken. Uh, Amy well, Daniels. we have someone on the phone who says they're a linguistic person. Oh, okay. So, so I'm just going to I'm going to give them okay. the benefit of the doubt. No, okay. I don't know if they're just playing one on TV, but Amay is That's joining fine. us. That's fine. Okay. It's, what's the name? Amay. Hi Amay. How are you? Hi you guys. Oh. I'm fine. I love your show. Well, thank, thank you. you. Now, can you help us with Bradley's um <laughs> assertion that I get more what is it that you're asserting? I think it's easier for you to hear the k sound mm. first okay. than the b sound. It's harder for me to get the b out as fast as the k. Is that true, Amay? Yeah, uh, yes. Actually, it depends on if you're speaking of Spanish, for example, the B is soft. Mm. So, Bradley, were you speaking your name in Spanish? Yes. That's not true. You were not. No, that but she's you... just saying she's proving my point. Okay. So, thank you, Amay. Buenos, You're welcome, and my name is French. I speak French too, oh. but um, and and French, it's rather soft too. Mm, yeah. So there you go, Bradley. Thank you, sweetheart. I love you. Have a great weekend. Wow, Th- that's how you See, get you Bradley to. You don't argue with Pro- truth. Okay. Here's what I've learned about Bradley: is that Bradley is a sore loser. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, just wait till Colleen loses next no, week. No, I am graceful when oh I. Oh my God! Play the tape. We don't have Holly. one because Come I'm a graceful now. loser. Right, Holly? You pout a little bit. Yeah, but I'm Excuse not me, mean. Please, a little bit. <laughs> because I would like to just point out for those who don't know and they think, you know, I'm What being I'm a saying loser, is that Colleen accepts the fact that she's lost the game and yeah. she's okay with it. Yes. Whereas you, Bradley, will contest your loss of the game even though she won fair and square. It's true. Okay. That's true. Here, I, I don't know why you feel like you need to use so many words, Holly. Because oh. really. It's not doing you any favors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Do you have anything else you would like to share during this special time, Bradley? Yeah, we're I don't like your the top no? you're wearing. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> what the heck? What does that have to do with anything? No, because what I was going to point out is the first time you were a sore loser, you actually made the argument that your name or my name was easier to say or something. That's where I got that from. We can go back and play the tape. I'm I, just saying. Okay, I don't remember it was that. You first. I don't remember that, but I. Yeah, you know what? I want to hear you and no, honor that I'm you. I'm winning now, so I'm going to pretend that I'm all. All right. When we get back, we're going to do something we can all agree on. <laughs> do you have a favorite ABBA song? We're going to oh celebrate. God, it's going to be them. an ABBA celebration. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. ABBA request live after this for a very good reason on my talk one zero seven one.